Updating. I gotta have like a 40 ounce. I'm ignorant. Call me a hipster. Awesome, dude. She doesn't know that. I do community service, but I'll still buy my chicken. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Oh, yeah, you specified. Hey, what's going on? This is Dave. It is episode 86, and as promised, Ben has come back for his triumphant return. Ta-da! Sorry, everybody. I'll say triumphant now. If it doesn't turn out to be that triumphant, I'll go back and edit that part out. I'm back for my mediocre return. (laughs) My ascension to me. Yeah. Uh, I will say that I did listen to your solo monologue, and... uh, I, dude, I'm impressed that you were able to go. Would you go like it was like 50 minutes or something, right? It was like an hour. Yeah, I think 50, 55 minutes. Yeah, dang. I even thought I've I haven't been, I haven't been sleeping very good all week. Um, I've been having weird dreams and nightmares and stuff. And I think one of I think one of them was like I I don't know if I had this fleeting thought as I was going to bed or if I had it as I woke up or dreaming, but I thought that you were just like, yeah, go ahead, do an hour. and But but you have to start like right now, like in five minutes. And then I remember I just had the thought of like, well, dude, if I had to do it, man, I don't know. Fuck am I going to talk about for an hour? Because you're a good storyteller and you're sort of good at, at, at steering the conversation and you're better at saying details. Whereas I like to listen to your stories in details and go like, eh, funny joke, bah, fart noise, dick joke. You know what I mean? I'm better at peppering in what I think is funny. Uh, I don't think I'm... Very good. Uh, monologue would be my strength. I totally gained a lot of respect for anybody who's done it. I mean, that does it for a podcast on a weekly basis because I literally turned on the mic. I had no idea what I was going to talk about because I had a serious? list of stuff that me and you were going to talk about. And then I'm like, well, I don't want to, a lot of this stuff I don't want to, I don't want to ruin because a lot of this stuff I think would be better if it were me and you. So I turned off all the lights. It was just pitch black. Yeah, you told me that. Yeah, here's the thing. If I'm looking at you, and I we very in the very beginning of our podcast, you said to me like, "Hey," because I'm sitting here maybe putting drops in or looking for stuff on the internet, and you're telling a story. If you're not seeing me smile or nod my head, you're like, "Oh, this dude's out of the story already," and you just start tapering off, and your story just sort of doesn't go anywhere because you're like looking for me to react to it. That's how people communicate. So imagine communicating to nobody, and I decided instead of staring at a chair with a microphone with nobody sitting in it, I'll turn the lights off, and uh, whatever, whatever happens, <laughs> happens. So what I did was I just recorded segments at a time. So I recorded the first segment, and then I thought, well, okay, what else can I talk about? And then I did that segment, uh, you know. So I, I don't, I hate to pull the curtain back. Yeah, too much. you you totally just let us see that the, the top. <laughs> it was hat, all done. The in top the, hat was collapsible. It took me a two hours to do an hour. And only because yeah, a lot of the time I was just, I sat there and I was like, Whoa. you took a dump for 45 minutes. <laughs> yeah. That's the only reason. Uh, no, but it's when I, when I first started, I remember when I first started in the, doing the show, like I didn't, I didn't knew you even less, you know? So, and I, and I wasn't comfortable doing the show very much. So I would like jot down ideas and I'd say, Oh, I'm going to tell the story about this, this Mexican guy's shitty car that I thought was funny. You know what I mean? And, but I would come in and I would sort of have a few details and I go, Oh, but 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 then he came up and like you know it was a '76 Cordoba you know what I mean the thing was falling <laughs> off and and I'm thinking who drives this thing and there's no audience and if like you're like typing stuff on that computer I'm like right you know what I mean like because you know 
because it's rusty and stuff, you know. I think, and, and, and they were and they were Mexicans. I said, like, now I've gotten used to just going like, I'm gonna say some stuff, and, and it'll bounce. I think you say, you 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 called it best that you consider yourself a sniper. Yeah, like sort of a, a hockey sniper. where yes. you know, every now and then you yeah. you, you you pepper in this. Not and really that. a playmaker, not a center. I don't. I don't agree to that. I oh. do. I consider you the Ron Wood of the podcast, as you, <laughs> as apparently you heard, and we're not not, as, not complimentary. <laughs> what are you talking about? He's a Rolling Stone. I, I mean, I could have called I, you much worse. I could have called you like a Mike Durnt. If you, well, I wouldn't have known who that was. But if you were like, if you're like, yeah, he's like the Keith Richards. I'd be like, yeah, that's right. I get pretty fucked up, and I, I do some stuff that's memorable. Maybe if you're like Ron, Ron Wood. What is he? The, the, the rhythm and the bass. Yes, it's mm-hmm. see, you know who he is mm-hmm. exactly. No, but I think you you made a point. You're like, you know what? I think when I was contemplating not doing it, you're like, I think it's a good exercise, and it is. It I is. don't know what it's an exercise for because I don't make any money doing this. No, it is. You learn a lot about yourself because, remember, like, well, like playing in, in in bands and stuff. A lot of times, we would say, uh, you know, let's write some new songs. Let's write some new songs, or like when we when we were doing covers, even it's like, okay, let's get five new cover songs. And I would say, guys, why don't we just try playing? Okay, we're gonna go key of A, and we'll pick a tempo, throw a dart at the wall. You know what I mean? And we'll do that for two minutes, and then when that timer's up, different key, different tempo. And that'll get us. It'll be like this will be the different U two song. And and I I had that thought about Silver Sun pickups today too, which I fucking I'm wearing that shirt right now. But I was listening to them and I was self conscious. I know it's just a stream of thought, but my father in law and I were working on the kitchen and I was playing it on like just on YouTube so we can listen to it. And I like the music, but all I could think of is like he's listening to it and just hearing the synth pedal go. Because he uses so much right. like uh, reverb and delay. But anyways, what the hell was I talking about? Uh, we were talking about it being a good exercise. Yeah, and then you, but you did tell me you. <laughs> I think my favorite text from you was, "Man, I listened to the podcast. Awesome. Really shows how neurotic you are." Yeah, that was the your part ne- that your laugh. neurosis really shows through. Which is funny because your brother said something along the lines of, "Hey." Uh, you were really out, you know, put yourself out there and really showed your vulnerability, you know, you were vulnerable yeah. or whatever, which I don't know, was I, but you're saying, no, you weren't vulnerable. You just, you're- no, you're vulnerable. <laughs> you're, I guess, but I, I didn't, I'm like, no, he's vulnerable, but he's just showing, we're seeing the same thing. I'm calling it crazy. You're calling it like, no, vulnerable. he's calling it. I'm calling it crazy. Right. Yeah. He's calling it vulnerable. What made me laugh was because you, you were telling the story about the trivia. <laughs> You're playing trivia with your uncle or whatever. And I was just like, that's, I was on the treadmill. I was running before work and I was listening to that story. And I was just like, of course he couldn't just play. He couldn't just play trivia. It couldn't just be like, let's play. Let's have fun. Everybody get in. Everybody have a good time. It had to be like, but like if I don't win this, I've, it, my life is over. And if I do win, I gotta act like I never could lose, and I gotta smash him and dominate him. I was like, "There's mo- there's mental warfare." It even comes in on the holidays, and uh, it I feel just like made me laugh. You know what? That that story made me realize, and I guess your brother is right on this. It made me realize that that person may be the person who started me down this road because he did that to me as a small child. You know, he he was you know only a handful of years you. older than me, but he definitely always made sure to put me in my place. Yeah. And, you know, but in, in a good way, just, you know, a, an older brother way. Yeah. So to me, like I said, it, there was nothing better than, than destroying him. And I'm sure, I'm sure right now he's at home still crying in a corner about that thing. <laughs> I did like, I did like the parallels. I thought it was pretty funny. I thought it was pretty accurate the way you were saying like, oh, well, if we had different upbringings, if we had switched, I did. 
I, I don't <laughs> think I'm an all feeling vagina to the world or whatever the fuck you call me <laughs> jerk. But, but, but there was a lot of truth to, it. I was like, well, that, that makes a lot of sense. It does make a lot of sense. If we were to switch places. Like- well, I had two older brothers, like Mark used to kick my ass a lot, but Nathan would always step in for me. Like when you say that older brother thing that like kept in your place, I had it a bit, but we weren't real, like we didn't kick the shit out of each other a lot. You know, it was more like just, we looked out for each other and kind of did our own thing. It wasn't, it wasn't a real aggressive just household. So I don't, so growing up as an adult now, I don't usually feel like I have a ton to prove. Right. You know what I mean? Like if, if I'm like, say like I'm at a bar, I think I'm going to get into a fight or something like that, which doesn't happen a lot. But when it does, I don't get all like. Like, I can't lose this fight. Like, I'm going to kill this motherfucker. I'm just like, go ahead. I told you the one time where my wife told me specifically, like, I have to avoid confrontations around her because she said if I lost in a fight, it'd be over. We'd be done. See, I don't have that. I go in. (laughs) She did that to me. I didn't choose that. Right, but it's just all encompassing. My world. I I surround myself with these sorts of people. I told you at the basketball when we went to the Sky Zone, if I would have tried to dunk, if you would have got a video of me failing to dunk a basketball, she's like, (laughs) I don't know that we would still be together. Right, right. I don't, I, I'm more of a, uh, it, it, and it also goes back to the thing we've talked about before about like getting autographs from celebrities. I don't have, I'm, it's not the Corolla thing where I go, oh, I have no self-esteem because I, I think I do have a colossal ego in a, in a weird way, but I never, ever assume I'll be the best at anything. I never assume I can totally kick anyone's ass. I never assume I'll be the fastest best, but I always end up doing pretty well at, mo- not great, but okay at most things I do. Right. So I go into most things going like, okay, bring it like, you know, go ahead. What my ass? We'll see. We'll see. I guarantee I'm going to go down swinging. You know what I mean? It's a lot healthier because obviously you had, you, you're not going to go home if you lose and, and, you know, take a samurai sword to your stomach. (laughs) In a way to the world, I feel like I've already lost. (laughs) So it's it's like, what, you know what I mean? What are you going to, what are you going to do? What are you going to do really? But I did think that I was impressed with your, with your monologue. And I thought that, uh, like I said, other than I don't think that I have physically have a labia. <laughs> other than that, I thought it was pretty spot on, and I was like, "Man, that makes that does Listen, make quite I'm not a, a weeping like vagina, a just just your regular run of the mill." Yeah, I don't leak a lot. <laughs> I mean, not really. I don't know. Uh, it's, it's hard to be funny when you you know when you're pissed off at everything. Yeah, I, you, who are you telling? <laughs> See, the <laughs> thing is, saying. is now what I realize is. I don't know that I listened while I was doing the podcast. And I'm like, man, I don't, I don't, I don't know if this is necessarily funny, but I sort of feel like if you try to be funny, you have the opportunity to be funny or to fail at your attempt to be funny. But if you just put out there, like, I think I'm like Joe Pesci funny at times where it's like yeah. your soul or like, let me just not Joe Pesci. Let me dial it down to like Frank Costanza or George Costanza. Speaking of being funny, I doubled down on uh I went through Netflix and I was tr- while I would do things this week because I, I always say it. No one gives a shit. I didn't have more than five minutes to rub together. When I say rub together, I use them to rub together. <laughs> um, so I crammed a bunch of Netflix comedy specials in because I was so excited for Bill Burr's coming out, which uh, came out today. What's today? The 5th? Mm-hmm. December 5th? December 5th. I was so excited for Bill Burr's uh, hour special that I was like, I'm just going to comedy up. I'm going to bone up on my comedy. So I, I ended up watching uh, Eliza Schlesinger's. Um, I watched Chelsea Peretti's again. I watched, uh, I tried to watch Doug Benson's. I'm going to be honest with you. I, I didn't finish Very it. Very niche. I didn't finish it. Doug Benson is, Doug Benson is, I don't I sound like a dick because I know 
he's not going to hear it. I know. But Oh, I think we can make that happen. Oh, he's going to go right to him. But I know who, who the hell am I? I'm nobody. I understand. Hey, listen. Don't Let minimize just it. Just say what you have to Doug say. Doug Benson is to comedy what... Uh, he's like the comedy Twitter. You know what I mean? Like, like Twitter's, Twitter is so proud of itself. Twitter is so proud of every joke. Any... We were speaking about it off mic earlier. Any asshole with a bag of Cheetos who watches five minutes of CNN can go, well, Obama, Obama is, <laughs> Obama is, uh, 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 he's he just wants to give all our money to, the, to, to black people. I and, love how you and, immediately uh, go into your, uh, I'm assuming that's your, uh, what's it, what you call it? What's that's a fat guy eating Cheetos. <laughs> yeah, but what's his name? Oh, Rush Limbaugh. That's your, you immediately go into your Rush Limbaugh. <laughs> no, no, my Rush Limbaugh eating Cheetos is, you people, you people think about Obama. Nobody told me there was jalapenos in here. Yeah, but it's like every person can go on Twitter and just be like, whoa, I heard, I heard, I read somebody's retweet of a retweet of a blog off Huffington Post off some guy who was an unauthorized editor of his own website say that Obama actually is giving your money straight to Mexicans that actually live in Colombia. And it's after a while, it's like, shut the fuck up. So Twitter is very proud of itself. Anybody, you can go on Twitter. I've done it. You've done it. You can go on Twitter and be like, oh, my balls itch today. You know what I mean? And oh, that's funny. That's fun. That's funny to you. That's fun. that's funny. You're proud of that joke. Okay, George Carlin. I felt like is is probably my top. Is it you know top at least one or two? I felt like he was a, a master with words, and he would craft each joke perfectly, and he would work on it and work on it and work on it. which em, you know which syllable would he emphasize and how would he say it and how would he stress it. He was like took a lot of pride in it. I feel like Doug Benson walks out and goes, "Hey, so." I just smoked a bunch of pot and um, <laughs> and I'll forget my jokes. But hey, it's Doug Benson, everybody. <laughs> like, and everyone goes like, "Oh, that's so funny because you're high and you don't give a shit." Well, th- I want you to give a shit because right. I'm watching. This is my time. I could be taking a 20 minute shower. <laughs> you know what I mean? And instead, I'm watching you going. I wrote some jokes. He was taking tweets from the crowd. I know he does this on his live show, which right. I won't go to either, but. He was taking tweets from the crowd and reading them going, and this person tweeted, are you really going to le- read live tweets on stage, you lazy bastard? <laughs> and I'm like, we're all thinking that. This, right. I don't know. Maybe it's, maybe it's too alt comedy for me. But I was just Sounds like, like you're calling him the athlete's foot of comedy. <laughs> I was, yeah, I was just like, dude, I'll wait. I'll wait it out. And then I was like, there's no way I'm going to sit through all this. He's just so proud of every joke. Like, hey, I wrote this one joke. I actually wrote it, you guys. Awesome. You know what I mean? Hey, you guys, check out this joke. You're a fucking comedian. You're supposed to write a bunch of jokes. And you're supposed to do them so convincingly that we think you just made them up. Right. You know, it's fact that it's funny that you say that because I was listening to a podcast where somebody was just saying that this week. They were saying, this is what I want. I want a comedian to sort of deliver a joke almost like he wasn't prepared to, to make that joke. And... um it just sort of came out of them. And that's exactly how when we, me and my brother saw uh, Mark Marin last year. And that's exactly how it felt. Like it sort of felt like he pulled up a stool and was just like, I'm just going to riff, but everything hit, you know? So it's yeah. like there, this, this is not made up, but it, it makes you feel that, that the dude is having an intimate conversation with you or like, you know, Hey, this is just for you guys. So I'm just going to be funny for you guys. And this is all coming off the shot from the hip, yeah. which it's not, but yeah, he does a damn good job of making you feel that way. Certainly more enjoyable. And I, I mean, I appreciate the the pre-written articulate, you know what I mean? Like Seinfeld doesn't really go off the cuff, you know? Right. And like, uh, uh, like, like I said, Carlin or like Eliza Schlesinger, her, her latest special had a bunch of those things where 
it would take two minutes to say it all because it's so detailed and it would overlap and overlap. And that's its own kind of comedy. That's like, look how far I can take this. You know, look what I just remembered. I appreciate that. But uh, so in review, Doug Benson. No, dude, it's bad. It's bad. <laughs> It's bad. I know I haven't done 10 minutes on stage and who the fuck am I, but Doug Benson's new special blows. On a scale of Cat Williams to George Carlin. I give this one a half of a sweaty Cat Williams ne- neckerchief. That, that <laughs> is what rating. I get this one. That's the rating. I'm rating it by Cat Williams sweaty neckerchiefs, and it gets a half. It was bad, but I don't know. Again, who the hell am I? I just it's know. It's all subjective. It's art. I don't even call this art. I won't do it. <laughs> but yeah, I, I didn't. I did not love it. But I did binge on comedy. I watched a bunch of, and I watched Bill Burr's other one too because I was so excited. Did you watch Sebastian's? I uh, looked on Netflix. I couldn't see it because oh, it's on Showtime. It's right. only on Showtime, which I did, could not access yet. I want to see it. I couldn't. But I watched Bill Burr's older one. The uh, you people are all the same. Awesome. Just just a prep for this Friday. Right. God, if you haven't seen it, it's free on Netflix. So was the new one that's out today, by the way, which is really good too. But if you haven't seen that, you people are all the same. It is. There's no fat on it. Str- I mean, no it, it, fat. Don't you think he delivers it in the same way where it's almost like, and I think that for whatever reason, Louis is a polarizing guy. A lot of people don't, are like, I just don't get it. But maybe the TV show I could understand. But like, I've, I've, I think I've seen Louis like three, three or four times. And every time... Same way, man, the pacing, the, you know, the whole thing with Bill Burr though, he does that same thing where he makes you think you're his buddy and you're talking in a garage over some garage beers. Yes. If You know what I mean? It, it's and he gets so, so excited. Right. And he laughs and enjoys his story while he's telling it to yeah, you. But he doesn't laugh at every joke. He right. just laughs here and there, which makes you think like, like that was exemplary. That was a, well, doesn't it do the exact opposite of what you're talking about with Doug Benson? It shows yes. you that he enjoys the story he's telling, he enjoys it so much that he can't, he loves telling it to you. Bill Burr shit is so funny that like, if he took the Doug Benson approach, he would just sit there and smile and laugh after every <laughs> sentence he said, and it would never be funny. You know what I mean? Even So I don't know. That's kind of what I did with my week. Other than still, I know we, we constantly have talked about it, but dude, I have not left. I have not left my, my house other than work. Just, it's been kitchen, kitchen, kitchen. I tore the ceiling out of that bastard. I tore two walls out of that bastard. Uh, I had an electrician come in, and this time, instead of hiring people to do it, I did hire an electrician, but I helped him the whole time. <laughs> like, yeah, like because I, I think we're getting a break on it. You're like the people that, you know, have a maid but clean before the maid comes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, my, last time when we hired him, uh, my wife got to know him, so she, she cuts his hair, so they're kind of cool now. So I think he's giving us, you know, a little bit of a, a good rate. So I was like, well, look, I'll, I'll help you out. So you don't have to hire another dude. So plus I'm learning. I'm getting like a free education. So I'm watching. So your wife can have you do the next job. <laughs> exactly. But I am learning. But yeah, at the end of the day, it ended up like I'm hiring an electrician. At the end of the day, this is what she told me. She's like, don't even mention this. Just shut the, just shut the hell up, please. Because I'm helping him just thinking, hey, I'm here. I'm going to watch. I'm, you know, whatever. But I'm still paying him. Right. You know what I mean? He's not doing it as a favor. Although hope, hopefully it works out in the end. But at the end of the day, it went from like, Hey, can you hand me that or hold this up, you know, or help me fish this wire through? And then day he was just handing me his tools. Like, and it wasn't even, it was unspoken. Like this goes back in the truck. Right. This goes in the, in the back of the truck. And, and I was kind of like. That air compressor's not moving itself. <laughs> exactly. He's like, there's a lot of wires in the floor. Stone, stone ball. Chop, chop, chop. He's just like, <laughs> and I just felt really bad because I was like, and I even mentioned to my brother. I was like, but dude, you said like you're getting kind of an education, like you're learning, you know? 
So that maybe is a you very uniquely Stomba approach that's your brother Nathan. But right? I was. But I understand that. But the, and you know what? I think that's nice. You always, if I was like, just always hiring, find a, a silver lining. Well, I mean, if I was just going to pay him and say, hey, I'm going to go hang out now. I'm going to go to the movies or I'm going to go do a hobby I enjoy. Then, of course not. I'm not going to be like, hey, hand me your tools. But I was helping him. And I think it was in the like, okay, I'm not going to. Normally, he has another guy that helps him. You know what I mean? So I was like, I'm not going to bring this other guy and pay him. So it'll help you on the bill. But it did. It did take. It was Why a little, didn't you just little, ask him what the bill was up front? Because uh, he didn't. I don't, I don't know. He doesn't. Like he's a super nice older dude. He's basically, re- you know, semi-retired. So he's oh, just I like you're gonna say retarded. <laughs> no, no, that was me. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and, and fully. But no, I he charges per outlet or whatever. That, that, per not, outlet. Yeah. All right. Whatever. Yeah, that's not funny, or <laughs> or it doesn't even need to be in the podcast. But like, it was a little emasculating. By the end of the day, I'm like, cool. I'm le- you know, I'm learning electricity. I'm like, so, and he's even stopping to explain like, well, these go here, and you're gonna. And this always has to the conduit has to go here, and blah 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 blah. But it, and I'm excited about learning this. I'm gonna be an electrician by tomorrow. I'm super pumped. And then by the end of the day, he's like, "Here's this conduit." And I'm like, "What do you, what do you want me to, what do you want me to do with this?" <laughs> you know, so I, didn't I teach you? Maybe not been paying attention for the last hour. He was this close to like hitting me with like rebar, going "mow, mow," and just started slapping me around. So I took, I, I, I took my lumps. I put it back in. So now I got my wife telling me what to do. The electrician who I hired telling me what to do, and my father-in-law telling me what to do. I have to tell you that. Uh, so am I drunk by the end of the day while I'm hammering drywall? Maybe. Do they let you drink while you, does the electrician let know. you drink First while all, you work? I don't ever ask if I can drink in my house. <laughs> I, mean, I don't me? know. I don't ask. You're on I, the job. I don't <laughs> ask if I can drink in your house. Who's, that's true. You know, <laughs> um, I got to tell you, I was thinking about this the other day. Uh, somebody was complaining to me that uh, someone I know was complaining to me about a restaurant and going on and on about the place being dirty. I don't remember what restaurant we were even talking about. That really makes no difference. And they were saying like, oh, you know, this place is, I heard it's dirty. And, you know, I, I, who knows what, if you, if the bathroom's dirty, you have to assume that the kitchen's dirty. You've, you know, you've heard that, that that's an old value, you know, that, that, that's sure. an old, whatever that's, that, that goes back to the beginning of time. Everybody knows that. And, and this is not to be disparaging toward my family per se, but I was over at my brother-in-law's house for Thanksgiving and they have a cat. You have a cat too, right? You have two? I have three. Three cats. I don't get it. I feel like if you're a cat person, you should never, ever, ever get to complain about the cleanliness of food, the mm. cleanliness of an eating surface at a restaurant or anywhere. I know you go there and pay, and I know you're not going to complain up to anyone about anything, Ben. No, you can shit in my food. But I have a phobia about eating at people's houses that have cats, and it's only backed up by the fact that I see people not giving a shit that their cat who shits in a box, buries it with its paws, then climbs up. <laughs> so I'm sitting there in the kit in the dining room at Thanksgiving, and I I go, oh oh, the cats the cats in the uh, he's eating like an hors d'oeuvre tray. They're like they just like yell. They don't even look at him. They just go whatever the cat's name is and forget. And the cat <laughs> sort of scampers off, and then a couple minutes later it comes back, and I'm like, the thing is walking across the countertops. It's dropping fur. It's got shit on its paws. What the, cat people are animals. You're animals. I don't countertops. I don't get upset about being near food. No, that that shouldn't happen. They shouldn't be near. You're food. telling me that your you your cats have my never... cats walk on all my countertops. I don't care. But there's shit. Dude, my on... cats hardly they don't they don't hardly shed at all. They shit in the basement. By the time they come up, there's no okay. So left would your wife balls. have a problem if she came in and you were like you know short 
like me, and you used you were standing on the countertop with your shoes on. Uh, yeah, of course. Well, what's the difference? I don't know, just because they're cats. Ugh, just disgusting. I, I guess, I guess, I see your point about like those rocks and stuff being stuck in their paws. Uh, but a, a couple things, they don't step on their shit while they. I've never watched it, so you can oh, fill I've me in here. Many, 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 many times. Uh, I mean, it's not like they're stepping on poop while they, you know, they're very nimble creatures. They they are stepping in cat litter, which isn't that clean. Itself. And they're trudging up old poop when they're building new, burying yeah, new piles. They do, they do do that right. thing. But I still think that cats are way cleaner than dogs. So I have. I wouldn't let my dog on the way, counter. Well, no, not on the counter. And you know what? When my dog reaches up and bites, I've never seen anybody. I shouldn't say. Some people put their plates on the ground and let their dog lick the plate, which is. Even if you're, in, I guess in theory, when you put that plate in the dishwasher or hand wash it, it still makes me sick to think like if, if I saw you, if I, I came over and you put the, the the plate down and your dog licked the plate and then you're like, hey, did you, you want something to eat and you're making a sandwich? If you ain't got a paper plate, I ain't eating at your house. I don't know, man. Dogs gross me out a lot more than cats. I see, I see what you're saying, but I'm, I, I don't do, I just don't care about germs like that. Ugh. I just don't. Okay. You don't care about your germs and your family's germs, but you know, but like guests, if I, yeah, like if, if, if if I come out of the bathroom and you're like, you know, after taking a shit or whatever, and and you go, you were not, you don't think to yourself like, dude, I didn't hear the water. I don't know what what, you didn't watch. Like if you were at my house and you did that. Whether I'm at my house or you're, if, if we're talking, I'm like, dude, I got, I got to run. I got to go. Are the you accusing me of doing it? Or no, no, no. If I'm I, just if saying if you, you anybody did that, uh-huh. you know, they're in there and like, dude, do not go in there, man. At least 10, 15 minutes. And then you're like, yeah, you, you didn't, you didn't wash your hands. Like, <laughs> well, I don't want people telling me to not go in the bathroom because they fucked it up so bad. I don't know why guys are so proud of that. Too. They're like, dude, I just my shit it. smelled so bad. It's like, what what other thing do you do that's so gross that you walk around and brag about? I told I had a buddy that one time told me years ago, I said, hey, man, could we st-? we were driving back to a, uh, from one place to another. And we had to pass his house in between. I said, hey, dude, can we stop at your house? I got to go to the bathroom. He's like, number one or number two. I'm like, dude, number two. He's like, no. You're not going to my house and going number two. I'm really? like, why? And he's like, this is gross. You're not. It's not going to happen. So he he, no, he made I'm me. I'm the anti that. I don't. I don't care about any of that I, stuff. I don't care if you washed your hands. I don't care. I, I, don't, don't, I don't want. I don't want you to smell at my house. I don't love it. But uh, no, I just. I don't. You I don't, just, man. I, I just don't care. about I just that need stuff. you to to agree with me that cats are disgusting. They're not disgusting. I love them. I I, I will say this. I, I now that you mentioned, it, I should be a little more cognizant of them being on the counter. I guess, especially if guests are over, then not on the counter. But other than that, my, my especially cats. like if if another cat person came over, they'd probably be like that's that's everyday business. But right. if you're a person who's not a cat person, I'm like watching from another room, and the dog, you know, like the cats, and they're like batting around a cheese, you know, cheese wheel. I'm like, no. And then they bring that in there, or like the cat's lifting the cellophane off the dessert and licking the, you know, no. There you go. Because if it's your cat, you're like, oh, ha, it's cool. I don't care. But cat licks me in the mouth anyway. <laughs> It's the ceremonious tenderizing of the ribeye by my calico. Cat. And the calico's like rubbing You ever heard of a cat meat? bath before? You have, obviously. Which means so. what? That the cat licks its entire body clean. Oh, that's yeah, how it yeah. cleans itself. Yeah. So a cat comes up and starts licking food oh, that's on, the, and then you're going to serve it to me? Get out of here. Yeah. Well, I, I must be on my own here. I let him tenderize all my meat. I let, <laughs> I let, I let, I let Tadahito Aguchi, starting second baseman for the 2005 <laughs> world champion White Sox. He's a calico. No, he's a... I let him tenderize every ribeye with his with his claws. I let him get him in there, just poke it in, there, just get it nice and ready for me. Then I throw it on the grill. That's no, I I don't think they're gross at all. But uh, I see what you're saying, and maybe I should be more aware of them being around the food. 
I don't feel like my cats are around my food. And you know what they do? I'm taking a, I'm our, bringing my camera next time, and if I catch one, I'm gonna put that shit up. <laughs> at our house, when we're done with cereal, we'll leave a tiny little bit of milk in the bowl, and I'll, I'll let them go. See, because it. and what you're doing is you're reinforcing that behavior. Yeah, I don't care if they have milk. <laughs> you're like, and it. so no, I'm cool with it. Shit. Yeah, I'm just saying. And if I'm you don't okay like it, don't it. come to my house. <laughs> I'm just. Uh, be careful about the bowls. We wash them. I mean, I don't know. It's it's not that big of a deal to me. I, I wash them so. But I I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. And That's just a perspective from a non-cat person. Um, what else happened this week? Oh, I did want to tell you about. Uh, I know my father-in-law keeps coming up in every episode, but it's because I spend 25 hours a day with him, and. And I don't think that's healthy, but I went over to, I told you, I don't know if I told you before we were going to, he, he rents out the house across the street from his. Okay. He lives in a house. He used to live in the one across the street. He bought the other one. He rents it out. Well, he rents it out to a family, an African American family. And he says, the reason that's relevant. Hope this is going somewhere. I'll get to, no, no. I just want to let you know. I was in the story. Isn't that weird, dude? I was like, are you going to take their? I hope they've got pay. a lot of balls. I, I bet you like, the neighbors are pissed. I was like, I hope they pay on time. You know? Oh, tough act to follow. Boy. <laughs> so we go over there. He tells me uh, their sink is messed up. So it's a two man job. Can you help me get under there? The sink it's dirty. So I said, yeah, I'm, I'm stupid. I'm already grossed out. I'm stupid, but, oh, dude, it was really gross. I know the sink. It was super nasty. Yeah. A rental house cleaning out the fucking pee trap in the uh, sink. Uh, yeah. I know. But all the work he does at my house, I'm like, oh, that's fine. I'll let the shit fall in my face. So I go under the sink. I help him. We undo it. Everything's fine. It works. All good. We're done. We call him back later. Hey, they said it was working fine. Now nothing at all. So we go back over there. This time they're home, right? Before when we did it, no one was home. <clears throat> this time there's a couple of people in the living room and there's a person down the hall. I don't know who. I just know that it's an African-American family and that they're somewhere in the house. My father-in-law is not racist, but... I got a racist however, meter last year for Hanukkah. We'll put that to the test. So go on okay, and tell your story okay, and I'll, okay. I'll apply However, that sometimes, sometimes he's a little older or set in his ways. This isn't one of those times, but I'm always a little bit on edge like... Is he going to say something that doesn't really fly well? Well, he doesn't. But we're um, we're working on it. Turns out all there was, because we knew we installed everything correct. We were going to blow out the lines. Yada, yada. That's not funny. But he said, before we get started, let me just unscrew the top of the of the uh, the tap of you know the faucet because sometimes when you put a new line in, a little bit of shit will just come through the line right. and get stuck. That's what we think it is. So he takes it apart. I'm getting tools out, getting ready. And he goes, oh, here it is. That's all it is. It's just, you know, it's just stuck. And I said, oh, good. We don't have to fix it. He goes, no, it's just a little little black piece of shit in there, you know. And I'm like, oh, just stuck in the line? It was just a little. Yeah, sometimes, look, sometimes if 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 things aren't clean properly, if, 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 if you haven't been taking care of things, I mean, it can really mess, it can, it can really mess these lines up. And, uh, God, this little black piece of shit has caused me a lot of problems, you know? And I'm going, uh, well, I mean, this is, I'm trying to clarify, like, extra loud. It was almost like we are at the restaurant again with the nachos. I was like, so there's a piece of debris in, in the water line? And that- No, this guy's totally fine with black pieces of shit. Do not listen to anything he has to say. He loves black pieces of shit. Like, and that's what's causing the, the slowed water through the thing? He's like, man, I tell you what, I'm... 
I'm glad we didn't have to spend too much time over here. This little black piece of shit. Like four or five times he had he had mentioned, but I, I can't remember specifically how he worded it. But it kept on being like, uh, <laughs> like th- where if someone didn't hear the whole thing, could be like, is he talking about me? Yeah, like, and I'm thinking like, is someone in the hallway going like, oh, I have a racist landlord because he just kept saying Mr. Things, Furley style. He just kept saying things like <laughs> in the regards of like. Uh, uh, I'm getting a real headache coming over here. This little black piece of shit, and I'm, oh, dude. So I, I just do my face got so red, and I was like, uh, uh good thing that, good thing that African American piece of debris. No, shit, I mean, I mean, I mean that that dark colored debris in your. Well, there's nothing wrong with the color of the debris in your sink, and I'm trying to like, and I'm like, I'm not that PC kind of person, but I'm trying to over PC it. It's, it was like the nachos all over again. I'm like, this is the best black piece of shit that's ever been in a faucet. The sweatpants look doesn't help him either. I mean, it could go either way. If you judged him based on that comment, if an alien came down, as you like to say, looked at the situation, I do, I do. you go, yeah, this guy, is probably, he probably means exactly what you think he means. He gave up on denim and a little black pieces of shit. Yeah, but it was... Dude, it was and I didn't even tell him. I didn't even say like, "Hey, that sounds really bad," because then it sounds right. like I'm trying to cover. So I was just like, "Or that yeah. you noticed?" He was like, "Yeah, this is you know." <laughs> a non-racist person wouldn't even have noticed. Man. I didn't. I don't see little things. I don't see water lines in color. I don't see what color the little pieces of shit are. But yeah, it was. It was. It, it was. I was dying, dude. Because four or five times he's like, this little black piece of shit. I should have never even messed with this thing. And I keep thinking like he's thinking they're like. I should have never rented to these right. people or something. Oh no! I just pulled my hood over my head and I was like, "Well, if if this if the faucet's good, I'm just gonna." Pew! And there was like a ghost. There was like a cloud in the shape of me, like still standing there with a ball cap on. And I took off. I couldn't get out of that house fast enough. I gotta ask you something. What? So we're driving the other day, and my kid looks over and he goes, "Oh, check it out! That guy's got a Bears bumper sticker on his car. It looks cool. It's a Bears helmet." And we're driving, and it's a dude has an actual the the a Bears helmet on the middle of the driver's door of his vehicle. So I started to tell my kid, and this uh, this comes from my dad. My dad was always very against putting stickers on your car. Like, he wouldn't even... If you'd put it on the glass, there's specific stickers that are made to be put on glass. Not like, you know, that in his in the way he looked at it. Right. But you do not put stickers on the paint on your car. This car wasn't like a rusty shit bucket either. I mean, it wasn't the greatest thing in the world, but... I had to go through and tell my kid, am I off base on this? What kind of animal puts a sticker on their actual, on the paint on their, and I'm not even talking about on the, cause he goes, what about a bumper sticker? I go, no, you are, I don't care. There's no bumper sticker funny enough. There's no political cause great enough. Yeah. Not even the glass. No. Oh no. I don't have a problem with that. If you, I mean, if you pick a corner and you put a couple of cool stickers about a band you like, or. I don't even uh-huh. have a, the one with the, you know, the family with the stupid stick figures, uh, whatever. Or Johnny, you know, for Hammond soccer or what, I, whatever. They're annoying to me. Calvin peeing and but stuff. For somebody to put a sticker on the actual paint on their car. Are you insane? Well, normally you are. <laughs> normally you are. I do. Uh-oh. Uh, no, I'm not an advocate of it either. However, this time I weighed pros and cons and I, and I went with uh, the pros were bigger than the cons. I don't, when I was a kid, I would sticker Green Day stickers, Nirvana. I, I didn't give a shit. I always drove boxes. I, it didn't matter to me. But on, I have a 2009 Honda CRV. I had a soccer mom car, I know. But I have a Lights Over Bridgeport sticker on the gas pump. I don't know if it's going to. On gonna, the gas door, you mean? The, yeah, the little door that opens it. But the reason it's there is because. You son of a bitch. No, 
it's because they sometimes people call them like safe spots. When when you have two kids that are similar in age and they're both small and you're in a parking lot, you don't want them taken off, and it's hard to constantly corral them without handcuffs, you know, or without uh, electric whips or or uh, or just the, the threat of force later. Bohemian you know? parenting at its best. So so here's what I do: I have the sticker, and I got my son trained while I'm putting my daughter in the car. I say, put your hands on the LOB star, and he always does. He'll put his right hand on that star, which is right next to the car, within hand's reach of me, so I can put my daughter in. Um, it's the only sticker that's on my car. Couldn't you have him put his hand on the door handle? I could say put your hand on the door handle, but to be honest, uh, he listens. You're to, one of those guys. Listen, well, listen, he listens to the music. It's more fun. I wanted him to. I wanted it to be like a game for him, to where he could like be excited about it. If I say put it on the door. He probably would have done it, but I don't know. I just yeah, want. I no, want he would have, but I wanted him to catch on quickly. I wanted him to. This be is excited. your. Let's be honest. This is your excuse to be able to take your wife's 2009 mm. Honda CRV mm. and put a sticker on it, yeah. and still have some connection to being. I'm still cool, man. I cool. got band stickers. No, I swear you gave to God. up the Chuck Taylors. It's time to peel the sticker off. Listen, listen. I wanted. I don't want your kid to not be safe. My yes, I just feel like there's, all, there's a better way to go about it. I don't know why you want him to get hit by a car. First, I don't know. You, now, maybe you. Not you're him. dying for my kid to get hit by a car right now. No, my original idea was to get. They, they sell them. They're corny. They call them like safety spots or something, and they're like a hand, like imprint. You put your hand on them, and I was like, well, that's kind of weak. So I thought I'd get one that looks like Iron Man's glove, right? Mm. Which I know is way above and annoying parenting, but this is how I roll. I was going to get one that looks like Iron Man's glove. And I went to a sign shop and I said, can you guys make one? It looks like Iron Man. And that way, he'll, you know, I'll say, put an Iron Man. He'll go Pew, and everybody will win. Everybody will be safe. Uh, the guy's like, yeah, no problem. That'll be like, I don't know, like 40, 45 bucks. And I was like, we're going to make the die. That's why. I was like, yeah, go fuck yourself. I'm going to get a free lights over Bridgeport sticker at the next concert. So I stuck that on. So no, I really don't do it to look cool because a Honda CRV doesn't look cool. If you add one band sticker, it actually makes it look less cool, but that's the only time, and that is for a safety reason, or to cover up a bullet hole, <laughs> or what or, about the, or a safe spot for your kid? That's what about the only those cool? What about those shitty ones that like those stickers that look like bullet holes? Yeah, the, what is that? Remember what, that are you, what are you saying? That started back in the day when they remember when the PT Cruiser first came out, and then there'd be a sticker with the bullet holes, and then there'd be a sticker with like a rat that was a gangster with a with a, a Tommy gun. Yeah, <laughs> it was the is stupidest like re- shit ever. Is that like a region rat. Thing? Is that I what that's supposed to be? I don't be? think it's a. Re- I think that it's supposed to look like a Model T, like shaped car, like yeah. a gangster would. Be. Yeah. But I, I don't understand putting decals on your car <laughs> or a milkman's car. It also My dad, like when I was growing up, he would put uh, pinstripes on everything. I remember I had a baseball helmet and had a gold pinstripe, like Charlie Brown looking pinstripe <laughs> on it. And my, he's like, "Oh, it's cool." He's like, "That way, you know, when you reach into the pile, that's your helmet." That's smart. And but the problem was is everybody wanted to wear the pinstripe helmet, so it defeated uh, the purpose. Well, that's yours. Hands off. Yeah, but mother. you know you don't want to be one of those kind of people. Yeah, what, you, what kind of people? What do you mean? Stingy people. No, <laughs> <laughs> no I, I did, as a kid I would put stickers on, but no, as an adult, dude, I'm getting. I had a sticker book I when I was a kid. Yeah. So I remember I had like I would get like a Twisted Sister sticker at like the uh, music lab <laughs> and I would put my mom gave me like a book that's sort of like a, you know, like a photo album. And me and my brother and sister all had them and we just stick them in this book. So our stickers went in a book so they didn't get stuck anywhere that wasn't supposed to be because bad. You had scratch and sniff back then. So yeah, you'd yeah. flip the page and be like, oh, this is Dr. Pepper. And you'd flip the You know, oh, yeah. collecting stickers was all the rage. Sure. Sure. But not on cars. <laughs> not anymore. I'm going to put a garbage pal sticker on your car. 
I I really wanted I really wanted the Iron Man hand, and I'm a little pissed that it never happened. I can't I believe can the guy how much how much the guy said it was, but it was. I, I don't, don't understand. I got I got fifty stickers for the podcast for fifty bucks. Guarantee you could get that sticker made cheaper. Yeah, maybe the guy was just like, I'm not going through the right. time. He's like, you know how long <laughs> he's it like. Take this me? guy looks like a total asshole. He probably pays eighty dollars to get somebody to put a probe on his palm and tell him if his kid's allergic to he's something. Like, you or know, not. you know how much time it's going to take me to make like a, <laughs> you didn't like a my... stupid ass. <laughs> A stupid ass Iron Man thing. I don't know. He's no, like, you I'm, pay me now. Six months, I'll give you the results. It's <laughs> it started with not wearing Chuck Taylors. Uh, I don't do stickers anymore. No V next, dude. I've not seen a V on you, and no. this is probably the third. You know why? Because I I lost like ten pounds, and I put I don't know. I put like half of it back on, and I was like, I don't know. I, don't, I can't. I, I didn't want to mention. I don't feel good. I think, I don't, <laughs> What's wrong I'm with you? Wear a V neck. Do you know why you lost weight? Are you going to diet or are you just dying? Uh, why I lost weight? Yeah. Or why I put it back on. No, why you lost it to begin with. Yeah, I wasn't eating very much oh. and I was exercising like a <laughs> motherfucker. Oh, I didn't know if it was intentional or not. Yeah, no, it was super intentional. It sucked. Um, but no, I'm kind of done with V-necks. I'm, I'm slowly inching my way out. Toward turtlenecks? Of, no, of everything. I'm just slowly. <laughs> you, know, you, know, you know what made me think is the other day when I was talking about like being manly and learning trades and knowing how to build shit and you said... You said, well, if, if I was working towards something, you know what I mean? Like if a zombie apocalypse came and I wanted to be the one that knew how to build or have a right. skill. Well, I've been thinking a lot about that this week. And I'm just like, I'm going to have to learn enough of each skill <laughs> and I'm going to slowly back out. I'm going to, of society, I'm going to slowly back Mountain out. Mountain man. Yeah, dude. I, I'm not there yet. And I hate growing beards, but... Other than that, I can see you as a doomsday prepper, or survivalist, or you know. No, I'm. And I, uh, okay, I, I won't rule it out, but I just mean like, I, I here's. I, I wish I was more funny this week, but my point is this. My point is all we all I, do. All I can, <laughs> all I can think of all week is like, how can I get everyone to just leave me alone? I just, I just want everyone to not ask anything of me. I want. Everyone to you to, walk around having an attitude like mine. Most people, you know, my family just knows to go in another area. <laughs> Maybe I should be taking more You're too notes. Nice. How do I get people to say, Oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> I could shit on everything. That's the overstart. But no, I, uh, yeah. I, and I feel like a jerk for thinking that, you know, but I mean like, dude, the wife can just be like, Hey, what do you want for dinner? And inside my head, I'm just going like, God, like who cares about dinner? Dinner's so, leave me alone. God, dinner's so stupid. So I think, I'm going to slowly back out. I'll kill. Uh, you know what? I'm going to end up hunting. I'll kill a deer and I'll go, you know what's for dinner? The shit I made. Don't even ask. Don't even ask because it, it's hanging in the garage. That's what's for dinner. I think you've described though really what the difference between me and you is. I'm not even kidding. You have the same <laughs> thoughts in your head that I have. You just choose not to say them. I, uh-huh. I was telling my dad the other day, I go, you know, so many times where I've like, I have something like that's burning inside that I, I, I can't, can, I have to say something to my wife and she did something to piss me off or uh, I, you know, I worked a string of midnights this past week and zero fucks given on her part, as far as keeping quiet, keeping the kids quiet, oh, yeah. keeping the dogs quiet. And she's like, Hey, you know, Hey, what were you all supposed to, you know, oh, <laughs> we're not on midnights. <laughs> right. oh, I've heard that. So times. we have three people in the house who aren't working midnight. So we're supposed to stop what we're doing for mm-hmm. you. So I guess everyone <laughs> should be miserable because you're, right. you're miserable. And then, okay. I, you know, you wake cause I haven't done midnights in like almost a year and I just had to do four of them. So that's even harder. I, when I used to do shift work all the time, you just learn if you have a, a month stretch, you get used to it. Yeah. But to just go from working afternoons to midnights and then back to afternoons, 
Like I would sleep until like noon, wake up, try to take another nap. And then after dinner, I try to take a power it's nap brutal. before work. And she's it's like, brutal. you're laying down again then. So that's what we're yeah. going to do. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I just didn't get any quality sleep. I mean, I'm trying to sleep, <laughs> but I can't. My neighbor decided to roof the house this week. So, uh, you know, yeah, there's that. And the dogs are running around wrestling with each other. And I'm like, can you please tell the dogs to stop? When you hear them barking, ask them to stop. Well, I'm making dinner right now. Well, do you want me to do everything? Or they half-heartedly suggest you lay down. You know they don't mean it. They're like, well, the, I mean, the kids are up and I, and I got stuff to do. There's a lot of things going on. But I guess, I mean, do you want, do you want, do you need to go lay down? Do you like, yeah, like wake to, you up? Hey, can, like, can you run I run the store to? real no, quick? I need to survive. I need to be, I need to be awake all night is what I need to do. I, she'll, she'll say, uh, Hey, I was going to run out with the, uh, and get my nails done. Do you mind if, if you, I'm like, <laughs> I'm in the I'm sleeping. Yeah. But you, you just, you'll get sleep later. I'm like, you got to find your sleep because your body uh, is just not, you, you've been there. Yes, and anybody who yes, works shift work is going to agree yes. with this. And uh, they'll do that. Like, I'll let you get your sleep later. It's like, right. No, I won't. I, I need it now because it's not going to work later. Later on, I'm going to sit the there. The kids will be home. Later on, I'm going to sit there and I'm going to think about like horrible lines from 90s hip hop songs. It's not. I need to sleep. No, it's not going to work. I know exactly what you're saying. Quick thing. My buddy Todd wrote a, a email to the podcast a couple of weeks ago. And I never got around to it. And I just want to read it to you real quick and see if you have any uh, input on this. It says, I was listening to a song today and it talked about summer love and never knowing what happened to the person after summer was over. And I was thinking, that's bullshit today. With text, email, Twitter, FaceTime, Facebook, and all that other shit, summer love is dead. Uh, got me thinking, what else do you guys think technology... Got me thinking, what else do you guys think technology has ruined uh, in today's society? I thought that was a pretty decent question. It's, it's a real good question, actually. Books, right off the bat. I'm one of these guys that used to love having a library of books basically to show people how smart I was. Even books that I never really all the way read, I'd like to display them on a, yeah. you know, yeah. a lot of people feel it. That's why yeah. people keep books. So when somebody says, hey, you should read on a Kindle, it's it's just as easy. It is. When you get around to it, a Kindle is just as easy and yeah. it, it, it's you'll get used to it. Because people, oh, I like to flip the pages. Yeah, I understand that. But trust me, it's it's just as easy. I read uh, Bald Brian's book uh what is it called? a shrinkage it's about his tumor i read that on my phone i read the whole thing on my and you phone. were able to do it yeah i mean it's, it's a little i just had to scroll a little bit here and there but yeah no i after a while i forgot i was even records is another one it ruined records but in the way here, here's how i feel about that they make cds record quality you could buy a cd or mp3 that's a mp3 cleaned up version of the record but still has that record let's be honest record quality is not i don't care Record quality is not better than MP3 or CD quality. It's just not. No, no, it's not. You know what you think sounds better is you think it sounds better, but what you're really saying is like, I enjoy that feeling of listening to a record. Right. Okay, that's fine. Looking like, at the album. I have up. records. I like to listen to them on occasion, and it's kind of cool. I like to hear that little hiss pop. Uh, it doesn't sound better. Right. I just like to hear that. But I. But you put on a pair of headphones and listen to Spotify and you stream it, there's no way it sounds better than that. Right. It sounds great. But isn't it annoying that, because you always get that same argument. People are like, oh, never you, need as good really, as you need to, like, you've heard this record, but you haven't heard the vinyl. You haven't heard it played the way they intended it to be played. Dude, you need to hear it through shitty speakers in the in, in my grandma's basement. That's the way they recorded it, man. That's it's, their vision. It was meant to because be played. Because they didn't have CD remastered quality then. <laughs> that was their vision because that's all the money Dude. they had. They could only press a record. Dude, think about it. Think about it. Uh, wall of sleep think about war pigs 
that was meant to be listened to the back of a 76 Cordoba with the speakers popped and you're tied up in the trunk. <laughs> it, that's what it was made for, bro. It's like, no, 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 no. That's just how you heard it because your stereo sucked. So I, I understand that the whole hipster thing is like, yeah, I listened to it on the record because it's hard to get and I got it. So, we, you know, let's sit around and... But, Let's be honest. That's bullshit. You know it. And I, know it. <laughs> I have records, but yeah, but I, technology, it is bullshit. Though. Technology yeah. ruined records for, and that's a good thing though. You know, it's for not a bad thing. No, I'm just saying that yeah. that's something that technology came in and people will argue that, but you're wrong if you argue it, period. Um, listening in on phone calls because you can't, like oh, I have cordless phones, but yeah. when you click it on, you know that another person's clicked on. Don't you remember lifting the receiver nice and slow? Oh, gosh. And hearing your, yeah. I mean, you have a sister, right? Yeah, and I had a phone upstairs and downstairs. So you could go downstairs and hear whatever was going uh, well, on. Well, we used me and my, we had a Mickey Mouse phone that was like Mickey held it in his hand. So what we would, me and my brother would take the bottom of the phone off if my mom was talking about it or to my dad and we didn't want her to know we were listening in. You could take the bottom part where you're talking to, unscrew it. So no mic. Pull that mic part out, screw it back on. So when you lifted it, you could cough. You could, there would be no sound that you could make that would go, that she could hear. So all you had to really worry about is it's almost like Raiders of the Lost Ark when you're, you know, switching <laughs> yeah. out to yeah. just ever so you got a bag slightly. of sand in right. one hand and a Mickey Mouse hand in the other. We would sometimes, you know, maybe throw a, a, a distraction. <laughs> Somebody would go up and ask her a question real quick while the other person would snatch the phone, whatever oh, it would be. Gosh. But it, you can't listen in on people's phone. Now, the NSA can, but unless maybe you have a scanner, it's, it's, yeah. it's, not, it's not the same. Right, right. Well, that also goes for crank calling, too. Yeah. I mean, I guess you can like block it or put something, but you can never just be like, who is this? Hello? (laughs) Who is this? Well, plus you can use people. If you, if a phone number comes up now, you could like put it into Facebook. And if a person has assigned their face, their phone to their Facebook, it's like, oh, I found you. Your refrigerator's running. (laughs) That's lost all its beauty. Uh, uh, Okay. (laughs) Another one is uh, board games. Nobody wants to play them. Nobody cares. For a while we had those cool DVD or, or, you know, the DVD games like seen it or, or, you know, where you get yeah. interactive, but even those anymore, it's like, ah, I just play a game on my computer. I'll play Xbox. There's, there's no, there's no point in a board game and there is good family fun to be had playing a little mouse yeah. trap, yeah. but who wants to set it up and you got to make sure the pieces go back in there. And then you got to take that game and wedge it back under a stack of other games. Right. It's, it's and let's be honest. We don't really know the rules of chess. Right. Not really. <laughs> We're not smart enough. Uh, right. What else? You can got? never get lost. You can never really get lost, right? Right. I mean, if you have a cell phone or a GPS or know someone who has one or you're with, I guess if you're that dude, uh, what is it, 100 and how many, 129 hours? Is that the movie where the dude cut his arm off? Yeah, I don't remember. I, yeah, I, yeah, that I where, where, right. Frank, where uh, James Franco cut his arm off. Mm-hmm. That's the only occasion that's ever occurred where someone's <laughs> been lost. No one's ever been lost besides that. It's a fact. Look it up. You can't, I mean, with phones, you can't, or you can't even just, you know, it used to be like, uh, I mean, my wife and I went on on vacation to Tennessee a few years back, and we're driving. Dude, we're driving some of these old roads, and they're they're so old and just uncivilized. I swear to God, we're gonna walk up, and just everyone's gonna be in hoods with pitchforks going. <laughs> Are you ready? Are you ready? <laughs> ready for uh for what? Hold on, I forgot to get my costume. Yeah, uh, but even then, I mean, we're in the middle, and if I didn't have like GPS. I would have been like, holy shit, dude, this is awful. We're, we're in bumper. But I was like, oh, no, it says here if we go two miles, we're... But that's a benefit. At the, on the flip side of that, the other point is you can't get lost. There's times where you just wanted... You and your buddies yeah. just... I remember we used to do a... We used to call it Tour de Indiana. We would literally just get on 41 
and head south. And we'd say, we're going to go six hours, as far as we can go. Wow. And then we're going to turn around and come back. And we would just stay straight. And we would just, you know, we would take a Saturday six morning. Hours. We'd get on the road and just poof, start heading Good south. God. You know, you can't do that anymore. I mean, you can still drive, but, but you is, know where you're at. Yeah, yeah. No, there was times in my teen years, I remember when I used to still smoke uh, Camel Turkish Royals. Oh, they were delicious. We used to just drive around rural roads, you know, where there's cornfields. You just drive around, smoke cigarettes, and listen to CDs, whatever. And I wouldn't, you wouldn't care what road you're right. on. And you wouldn't constantly check, like, how many more miles to the next right. ride. You didn't need to know what side roads were there because you didn't get There's no shit. destination. There's no destination. It's wherever you were going. But now there's always a destination. Bummer. That's it for this week's podcast. But before we go, I just wanted to ask you guys to, a couple people have gone to iTunes and left ratings and reviews. Totally appreciated. Um, A couple of things I want to ask you to do is, first of all, check out this app for your phone called Quiz Up. I told Ben to do it. I doubt he did. Probably didn't have time. But Quiz Up is basic for a guy like me and a guy like Ben. Perfect to decide who is uh, the end all be all in a specific topic, TV show, whatever. Uh, so basically you can go head to head with a friend or a stranger and, uh, determine who is best at Seinfeld trivia. I mean, you think of it, they, they have it, or they're going to, you know, they, they're coming up with new stuff every day. There's thousands of questions for each topic. So you could just infinitely play and have fun. Uh, again, it's called uh, quiz up. My, my brother has a Android phone and I have an iPhone. So you, we were able to play, you know, not specific it didn't matter that he, we had different phones. It's just like that one, one that where it was music, and, and as soon as it started playing, you had to be the first one to buzz to see. It's not the first one to buzz because you could still chime in. You like just get less first points. To buzz no, this one, one you, you can both answer, but like it starts at the clock at ten, so every second that goes down, you're, it's worth less for you to answer it, but you can still answer it. Okay. Um, it's I am right now. I checked before you got here. Number three in the entire world at the what? Wire trivia. You're kidding. Trivia on the wire, the T- HBO, the, the Holy wire. Holy shit, dude, number three in the number world? Number three in the world. I probably wow. had to play over 200, uh, 200 head-to-head okay, games. Okay, yeah, I'm not that They're only seven questions at a time, though. Yeah, but so I'm not, quick. You could just I don't be know that there. much about anything, dude. Oh, you'd be surprised. There, there's number anything three? from education to... Oh, to, I'm out. To, <laughs> I, I, wasn't, I wasn't going... I was going to... Let me go down the other side of this. Yeah. There's... You're, you just made the most like. <laughs> Here's the category: shit. Uh, shit, Ben's father-in-law says. Ugh. Check out Quiz Up, uh, and check out Quiz Up. Let me know what you guys think of it. Also, a couple of podcasts to check out. For I know I talked about it last week. Uh, two girls in a bottle of wine. Re- another podcast called Remasculate, uh, which is pretty cool. Uh, comedian Steve McGrew. Um, Ben enjoys himself some hillbilly nerd talk. They definitely go out of their way to help promote us, so we enjoy that. Also, Dan Carlin's Common Sense. I still haven't gotten around to checking Dude, that out. It he, seems he, too long. He, it's like a Joe Rogan podcast. No, 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 no. Not, the, not the Common Sense one. He does one called Hardcore History, and those are hours long. Those are like, he goes in-depth about historical events. And those are really cool, too. But Common Sense is usually roughly an hour, but he only puts one out every three weeks or so, okay. so they're rare. But it is the, I mean, he leans one way sort of politically, but he's the only person other than a comedian that I've heard break down current events without, that's where I get the, if an alien came here from, because right. he's, he's able to look at things objectively and, uh, he, he's smarter than anybody, you know, and he breaks stuff down very objectively. It's awesome. Check him out. Dan Carlin, common sense. I'd love to get him on quiz up. We'll see just how smart he is. Dude, he'll smoke you in anything. There is a girl. I gotta, I, I. I have to tell you, so as I'm playing quiz up, I ended up, you know, 
playing against random people. And there is a girl in Finland. I think her name is Samira, S-A-M-I-R-A. She's, so I start, you know, randomly, we end up playing against each other on like the wire. Finland? Yeah, in Finland. So she's a hockey goalie. <laughs> so awesome. We, we play against each other on the wire. I beat her like five games in a row. Well, she then invites me to play a game of like Greek mythology is the topic. Destroys me. Dest- yeah. I mean, like seven answers to zero for me. Then she does periodic table. Okay. Destroys me. Uh, I think there was like a, a grammar one, a math one. I mean, anything that had to do with like legitimate education. <laughs> I mean, I'm not talking about just beat me. I'm talking about like decimated. Oh my God. So, I'm laughing and I, 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 uh, I ask her to like do, I don't like a scene at one, like comedy ones or what. So anything that's like bullshit. <laughs> you were like, trivia. no dude, I just know the wire. Right. That's it. And I told her, I go, I just know <laughs> stupid trivia. Or I, I, and this is what I said. I just know my mind is filled with like stupid, useless facts. And she goes, well, that's something like, <laughs> and I'm assuming oh, she was trying go. to be nice. Yeah, you, go. you got there, that though. You. So there that's you. good. Yeah. And then I just, I just off the cuff. I was like, how old are you? And she's like 18. <laughs> Uh, and then she said, how old are you? And I thought, man, her, like uh, 17, 17? 12. <laughs> no, I told her I was like, uh, 38. <laughs> and then it was just radio silence. So I told her, I said, Hey, I do this podcast. I definitely want to give you a shout out and tell people she completely dominates anything that has to like, this is the difference between European people and America. We are stupid. Yeah. I, and, and I don't say that about myself very often, but when it comes to stuff that matters, we're really dumb. As oh, a cult, wow. as a society, of a course. culture, I'm obviously not telling. Everyone else must already know this. Yeah, yeah. Play this girl. And I haven't found anybody else that I'm playing from Europe. She, she's been the only one that I've played so far. And uh, I'm afraid. I'm, By I'm, the way, and any smart American kids that we do have are always like, oh, an American won the spelling bee. And it's like always some Asian kid that was born here. You know what I mean? Or like, it's like, he's ethnically. Well, it's actually, there's 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 tons of super smart American doctors. Yes, yeah, Samir was born here, but both of his parents just got here. No, 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 no. The only, no, the only yeah. smart, just because like rich white people control it doesn't mean they're smart. I want, I need you to get on this app and play this chick. And Qu- I, I, quiz up. Quiz up. Q-U-I-Z-U-P. Do I have to play her? I want you to just play her one time so you could see how bad right, it is. Maybe, hey. maybe you'll beat her and I'll just look and I'll feel even stupid. Maybe she wants to go toe-to-toe on MASH trivia. I sort of feel bad. Honeymooners ba- trivia, perhaps? <laughs> Bring it on. Again, I will I will see you on the battlefield. <laughs> okay. I don't. For the record. And if you win, you're I off the pot. Be- you'll never be returning to the podcast. For the record, I, I've been stating since day one that I'm not very smart, so I got nothing. I got no dog in this. I'm fine. I think that's a ploy. You're you're trying to trap me. Well, when you when you go like I said, when you when you, when you go in already defeated, when the world's when the world's already beat you down, you know what I mean. You don't even want to stand up. All right, so check out uh, two girls and a bottle of wine. Check out uh, remasculate. Check out uh, there's a podcast called Wrinkled Sheets, which is the girl from two girls, one of the girls from two girls and a bottle of wine, Janet. Well, that's what that is. And then uh, Remasculate is her boyfriend, Steve McGrew. He's a big-time comedian. And then they do one together called Wrinkled Sheets. So check all those podcasts Ooh. out there. I've decided that all in all, going back and looking at the like the celebrity or bigger the bigger name podcasts that I've listened to, um, they, these other ones are, are, are just as good. You could find some other ones that are just as good, if yeah. not better. A little more relatable sometimes. I mean, too. sometimes if you listen to a comedian always talking about, like a podcast as a comedian talking about the comic, the, the comedian or the, the comedy industry, 
it's interesting if you want to know about the comedy industry, but some comedians that do these podcasts, like, like Paul Verzi, for example, talks about his life and different stuff too, but some of them are, are specific to this, that, and the other thing. They get pigeonholed. But when you find a podcast like ours, we're all over the place. And it's yeah. not because, yeah. it's not a necessarily, we don't attempt to be that way. We just, we can't control ourselves because we're not professionals. But I think it actually lends to being a more interesting, better podcast all around. I agree. Uh, I don't know how Doug Benson's going to feel about that, but I guess we'll be waiting to hear what he says. And I don't we'll know how my back family's going to feel when I say, all I want to do is be left alone. And then I hear all these other podcasts. They don't listen, so it's fine. I, yeah, that's true. And then I hear all these other podcasts that are like, well, I do a podcast with my wife, and then we go work out together, and then we go for walks together, and I'm like, I just want people to stop. The last talking. thing I'd ever want to do is do a podcast with my wife. Are you, dude? Are you... Or yours. <laughs> I would uh, uh, I would love to do a podcast with my wife because she's the best ever. <laughs> I'll tell you what's funny is I, I get all these comments and you probably see them on Twitter or sometimes on Facebook, but you can't see. People think but my people, wife's a troll. <laughs> no, people go, "Hey, it was a great episode, but I was really I was I, I missed no bum titties." <laughs> I tried to explain to her that or sort of came around to a bum titties thing on the show, and she's like, "You said I had bum titties." I was like, "Well, no, not it's yours. A, it's, it's that you showed a bum your titties, and so the." They, they wanted to see him again, so they asked for bum titties and and uh, just I'll see you later. Really, it was the wrong way to yeah. name it, but it turned out funny and people enjoy it. So you know, yeah. so everyone thinks I <laughs> hashtag bum titties anytime you want it. <laughs> hashtag bum titties, bring it on. Oh, oh, real quick, is it in poor taste to give a bum booze? Are we do we? Yeah. Oh, you mean just like you're walking by no, instead I have of money two you give bottles. I have two bottles of booze. I have a bottle of Hypnotic that I, someone gave me when my son was born <laughs> because it's blue. And they're like, hey, you got a booze. It's blue. And I was like, I don't know that shit. And a bottle of uh, brandy, which I don't want, Ooh. you know? So I was just like. Is it Blackberry brandy? I don't know. It's Christian Brothers or something. It's cheap mm-hmm. stuff. But I was like, you know who would want this? That bum that I always give money. <laughs> so instead of giving That's the a dollar. That's stereotype. I don't appreciate it. That, oh, I mean that, that side. What if he's sober? I mean that, I mean that street side tramp. He would want <laughs> it. So I was like, well, I'm going to pull up and I'm going to be like, hey, dude, instead of a dollar, here's two bottles of booze. We're square for like a while. <laughs> and my wife was like, that's rude. How can you? I said, what's well, not rude? This is a bum. How can he not want booze? She goes, well, how can you assume he's an alcoholic? I, said, I will offer it to him. And if he doesn't want it, I think you're like, I'm gainfully employed and I'm an alcoholic. How can this guy not be an alcoholic? Yeah, I mean, I've, I've got a lot. I've got a home to go to. I've got a lot of reasons not to drink. He doesn't have any. <laughs> so I, uh, I decided that if I do give him, give it to him, I'm going to come up with some sort of, uh, uh, like, like, like how my brother took a picture with big Goonie from the library. Right. And he said, Hey, my wife thinks I'm at the comic book store. Can, I, the can I prove him at the library? I'm going to say, Hey, my wife doesn't believe me. She thinks I'm drinking this curbside. I want to take a picture to prove it that you're going to drink it curbside. And I'm going to, so I'm going to take a selfie with that bum that I give the alcohol to. <laughs> so I said, I don't, I, maybe it's rude. I'll be like, look, if you don't want to take the picture, no problem. Just no booze. No judgment here. All right. It's happening. All right. Next. All week. right. We'll see you guys next week. Later.
Chinese. Yeah. 